calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Fruity, whatchamacallit, so next I need some... Uh, what? Ahoy! Is someone there? Ahoy, ahoy there, stranger. Hey, uh, riddle me this. Do you know what an arrow is? A what? An arrow? Mm-mm, arrow. Aril. A-R-I-L. Uh, as in one ounce of rum, four ounces of fizzy drink, and a tablespoon of pomegranate arrows to make this drink. Hmm... Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of arrows before, but... In that context, I would think it means the pomegranate seeds? Right, I was thinking that too, but... If they meant seeds, why wouldn't they just say seeds? Maybe because they wanted to make sure you used the fruit part and not just the seed bit? Do you want me to look that up for you to make sure? I'm afraid my internet isn't the fastest up here, no, but... No, 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 don't worry yourself. I just realized the recipe calls for coconut milk, too. Dang, Pinteresque recipe looks so pretty, but do they really expect me to have coconut milk out on the high seas? Oh well. Suppose we'll have to survive on sparkling rum and arils alone. Wait, are you on a ship right now? Sure am. Our faithful vessel, the gay old time, somewhere off the coast of Florida. Uh, at least I hope it's still Florida. I never claimed to be any better a navigator than a bartender. And whereabouts are you, my dear? I'm actually in space right now. Space, huh? Wow. I've gotten a few random calls on the ship's radio over the years, but that's a new one, even for me. Tell me, how'd you find yourself so far above our chimney tops? Follow that yellow brick road a little too far, did you? I'm on the International Space Station right now. My comms have been picking up some random stations lately, too. Oh, and I'm Joy, by the way. Hmm. Huh. That's real interesting, to be sure. Joy, you can just call me Dorothy, and once I finish loading up this radio onto my drink cart, I can be your guide into our own little wonderland out here. Wasn't it Alice who went to Wonderland? Are you an astronaut really going to question Dorothy Gale herself on where she's taking you? <laughs> I guess not. Lead the way, Dorothy. So, can I ask what you're doing on a boat mixing drinks, especially at this time of year? Are you working with a cruise company, or doing a trip with family or something? 
Ah, oh, little column A, little column B. It's the tradition in my chosen family, you see. Just a bunch of old gays coming out for this gay old time. Oh, we've all been through the ringer in life one way or another, but managed to come out on the other side still smiling. And with enough cash in our pockets to afford a little fun. So, once a year, we all get together, charter a big old boat, and spend the longest, darkest nights of the year sailing through the wild blue yonder. And bringing back some light to the world friends, music, food. And drinks? Well, naturally, you can't be a proper pirate without some good rum. And, you know, it did start with a much tighter circle of friends and on a much smaller boat, but over the years, friends start to want to bring other friends, and then friends of friends, and then the significant others du jour, and whatever pitiable young folks we feel the need to elbow into having a little fun. So, how big is your little boat party nowadays? Well, uh, uh, let me give you some idea. Hey everyone, say hi to my new friend Joy. They're calling from space. Yeah, yeah, and they sent you these drinks all the way from the stars. So you better not complain about them. Wow, that sounds like a lot of people. Do all these people come out for this every year? Uh, more or less. Me and the other founding members are here every year. And there's a solid group that do the same, and then there's a fair few more that flit in and out depending on the year, or who try it and decide it's not for them. And if that's not a half-decent metaphor for the whole queer experience, I don't know what is. Here, Leo, drink this down. It's good for you. Are you sure, Dorothy? I'm feeling a little queasy right now. You've been coming on these cruises for 15 years already, despite being chronically seasick. One little drink won't hurt. Alright, if you say so. So, it's specifically a queer cruise? It generally shakes out that way, yes. I, you know, obviously we're not screening people at the dock to show us their gay card before we disembark, but that is kind of how we started out and how our reputation spread out among queer circles. See, a lot of the folks who come on this cruise, they, they do it because the families they were born with don't want them around this time of year, or, or try to make it miserable for them, and they come here to get away from that. So, rather than a home away from home, think of this as a little holiday away from the holidays. That one's for you, Tinsley. You know, this doesn't exactly look like it did in that recipe card. Yes, I had noticed, actually, but it turns out Pinterest recipes don't always give you the most honest picture, okay? Oh, but who would be such a monster as to lie on a recipe? I know. Abhorrent, isn't it? That sounds amazing, to be honest. So, what do you do on the cruise? Do you still try to make it kind of holiday-y? Yeah, there's some token efforts here and there. Some people really do miss that at-home holiday charm, even if they don't miss the people they associate it with. So... We got carols sometimes, we got a gift exchange for those who want to participate. Uh, yeah, you know, we got me trying to make some picture-perfect Pinterest drinks and decorations and such. But, you know, there's always people who come here because they want to get away from the holiday trappings. So, there's also plenty of secular boozing, schmoozing, and cruising to these tunes ends. Crow, this one's for you. Thank you kindly, Dorothy. Of course, dear. Uh, say, you wouldn't happen to know what an arrow is, would you? An arrow? I think I've heard of those once or twice before. No, not an arrow, an aerial. Like, um, 
You know what? Never mind. Merry Christmas, dear. How about you, then? What do you like about the cruise? Me? Well, I know this is probably the most basic people-pleaser personality-type answer, but I just like making other people smile. After my own parents decided they didn't want me at their holiday party anymore, I figured the best revenge I could have was throwing my own party, where everyone sings and dances and drinks and eats their fill, and no one has to feel bad about who they are. I can't imagine a better way to do it. I love that you found a way to make the holidays work for you, and a lot of others, too, it sounds like. What can I say? I'm just happy to make others happy. Although right now, I think I'd be happy for others to come and get their own dank drinks. So, what about you, my space-bound friend? How do you usually make the holidays work for you? Well, there hasn't been too much to do for this year, what with being in space and all, but... In past years, I usually had a quiet morning in, exchanging gifts with friends or with family if I could make it home, and then cook a big dinner with everyone for the evening. And that worked for you? Sorry? I mean, is that the way you wanted to spend the holidays, or was it just what you did because you were used to doing it? I... I'm not sure. I guess it's a lot like what I used to do as a kid, and I haven't had a lot of room for anything else in recent years. Your cruise does sound fun and all, but the path to the International Space Station isn't paved with a lot of boat parties, from what I've seen. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you need to choose a big party over a morning in some sort of weird dichotomy. You know, I'm, I'm just saying so many people, fully autonomous adult people, get caught in these routines of, uh, oh, well, this is how I celebrated in the past, so it's just what I'll do forever, and they do it without interrogating their actions or asking if it's what actually makes them happy. You know, so... If a quiet morning exchanging presents by a tree with all the trimming while a ham cooks in the oven feels good, then you know, more power to you. Well, keep it up. But if it's just what you're doing out of habit, then you, know, you can make some choices that'll make it meaningful again. Make yourself a cocktail at 9 a.m. Drive three states away and wake up on Christmas morning somewhere new. Instead of decorating a tree, get a cardboard cutout of your favorite weird actor and decorate that instead. Just don't forget that you can decide what makes the holidays happy for you. You still with me, Joy? Yeah, I'm just thinking. And I think that when I do go back home, I am going to want a big Christmas with all the friends and family and trimmings and hams I can get my hands on, because honestly, that's something I'm missing most up here right now. Just familiarity. Just whatever home used to feel like. But the year after that? Who knows? Maybe I will try something new. Maybe I'll turn my Christmas into the dinosaur-themed party I always wanted to have as a kid. Just fill my apartment with dollar store dinosaur party favors and invite my friends over for some prehistoric nature documentaries. Yes. Yes, go for it. You find who and what makes you happy. And hey, the year after that, if you're feeling up to it, You've got an open invite to the gay old time. Aw, thank you. Should... Should I be able to find you if I try to look up your boat's name? Sorry, what? Uh, you're cutting out, hon. Oh, I think I'm going out of range. But it was nice meeting you. Hope the rest of your cruise is a blast. Oh, sounds like someone's clicking the ruby slippers up there. Hey, everyone! 
Say goodbye to Joy. <sighs> Find my own happiness. Huh. This episode was written by Claudia Elvidge, with dialogue editing by Nathan Comstock, and sound design by Claudia Elvidge. Dorothy was played by Caroline Minx, Leo was played by CSW, Tinsley was played by Mason Amadeus, Crow was played by Nathan Comstock, and Joy was played by Talmanier. Aren't adventurers supposed to have a specific purpose? What are you doing on this quest? Just meeting strangers? Yep, my purpose is to have no purpose. Though, I sort of find purpose as I go. My basket! It's missing! I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. I just wish someone would succeed in getting that darn sword. I am under attack by this ruffian! I want to be big and strong and fight evil. I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. Want to help me yell at them? With your sword? In a threatening manner? Sidequesting is a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot. It follows Ryan, an adventurer who's willing to help just about anyone out, as long as they're not being asked to deal with that scary wizard everyone keeps talking about. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app.